The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Skiri and Brody. Episode 262. It's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast, and we are back in town. And a little bit more tan. Some of us yeah, are. A little bit. Just a little bit. Well, Not all lot. I'm redder. You know, I have to say, Scary, you pulled a fast one on me just now. Why is that? Because because um, you had your head in your hand and your head was down and you were not paying attention to the song. And I thought he's not going to he's not going to talk over uh, the names in the song. He's not going to say Scary and Brody. And then just as the song was about to get to the good part, Scary jumps, pops his head up, lowers the volume and says Scary and Brody. Yeah. So, see, you see what I did there? I set you up. I was you, trying, you set me up. I thought for sure yeah. that you were going to let it slide this time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, it, this should have that intro should have been redone a long time ago because that's not the name of the show, and that's a whole other story. The, we don't have a name of the show. The name of the show is the Brooklyn Boys with with Scary Jones and David Brody. That was back in the day when before I was a podcast legend. And now you are. You you're on all these kinds of podcasts. You were on another one today. I can't keep track of the kind of podcast you're yeah. doing. So today I did Appetite for Horror. With the number four, uh, with my friend Brando, he has a podcast called Appetite for Distortion, which is a, a hard rock podcast. Uh, I um, see what they did there. A couple of days. Yeah. And then um, last, a few days ago, I did the Amazing, Amazing, not Amazing, Amazing But True podcast, which is a Mets podcast with Jake Brown yeah. and Nels, our buddy Nelson Figueroa from the Mets and from Brooklyn. Yeah. But Nelson was out this week, so I filled in. Uh, it's uh, sponsored by the New York Post uh, newspaper, and uh, your so favorite. I that yeah, I love the sports section, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I read them from the back. Anyway, so I did that podcast, and uh, our friends at um, you know I'm right podcast 
um, want me to do that podcast again. And then there's a, right. a Mets podcast. I got a lot of podcasts. Well, I'll say this. Um, I, I was on zero podcasts all the, uh, the, during this break. But Pools, parties, and plane trips. That's all I did. I, my vacation was, was wall-to-wall, ear-to-ear, front-to-back, parties, pools, and planes. Yeah. And, but it. we'll get at that in a second. You know, I just you just jogged my memory for a second while you were mentioning all these podcasts you've been a part of. I was a part of a podcast that I recorded for the Cake Boss's wife, Lisa, Lisa Velastro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's called um, Let Them Eat Cake. Call Me Cuz or something like that. Whatever. Oh, okay. What's up, Cuz? And I recorded that. And she's with she does it with a comedian, uh, comedian and. They do a wonderful job of a video podcast, and I got to go to the Cake Boss's house in North, uh, Northern Bergen County, New Jersey. Beautiful mm-hmm. uh, house. And then Lisa cooked me dinner, and I spent the whole night there. And then next thing you know, that was back in February? Huh. Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah, it's coming out in like April or May. So you just remind me now that I don't know if it was ever released. Mm. Nobody ever tried to email me or contact me or tag me in anything. She said, yeah, it's coming out in a couple of months. Did this, did this podcast make the scrap heap? You may have gotten uh, edited. You may have gotten clipped. No, I was the whole episode. Hold well, on a second. The whole episode got clipped. Hold on. Ca- call me. What is it? Cuz? Call me daddy? No, no, no call not call daddy. her daddy. Call me cuz podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Velastro. I got to Google this now. Maybe it's called. Oh, it's called. What's up, cuz? I'm starring Bugs Bunny. What's up, cuz? Hold on a second. <laughs> What's up, cuz? Hold on. What's up, cuz? Scary Jones. Has it has it been released? I'd like to think it wasn't. I would love if they if they if they if they uh, they cut you. What I, was it we used to call people when they got bumped? Oh, we call it duffed because of Hillary Duff, right? Right, you got duffed. We basically, we were supposed to do a phone tap one day, and then Hillary Duff came into the studio, and that was the first time something ever got bumped oh, the on nine, the show. The nine twenty phone, one of the one of the phone taps didn't yeah. run. Seven twenty, the nine twenty. And they're like, oh, we said you got duffed. Yeah, because the phone tap got got deleted, or you know, we, we didn't no, no got, time got, for it. We got, didn't play it. We didn't play it because of the Hillary Duff interview, which went overtime. And then, yeah. so we we then would say. Anything you got duffed, you got duffed. anything right. thereafter that got so you got duffed on this podcast. It sounds like, well, I'm looking through right now and I don't see the scary Jones episode of what's up. Cuz you know what? I'll have to reach out to buddy. I know buddy. I'll see if I can do an episode with him. See if that gets on before yours. That's crazy. So anyway, yeah. Wow. But anyway, yeah, it's been a long trip. I'm glad you were on appetite for destruction. What is that? The guns and roses Distortion. podcast. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Also, the name no, of the but I was on Appetite for Horror. We talked about right. The Walking Dead, uh, yeah. all of the shows, all of the seasons. It was like a recap of everything. Yeah. Appetite they don't for, do walkers by the way, and talkers anymore. So. We, we did play Appetite, a song from the Guns N' Roses album, Appetite for Destruction, on the show today. Sweet Child of Mine kicked us off on the Elvis Duran Big Show. And we got oh. a, lot of, a lot of compliments about it. They're like, oh my God, it's great to hear this at six o'clock in the morning. You know? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh! How can I forget? Speaking of Axl Rose, did you hear how awful he sounds in concert lately? Did you see this video that surfaced? Okay, oh. is it is it is it fake? No, 
Because there's a fake hold, Vince Neil from Motley Crue video going around. Hold on, hold on. Where it looks like he can't pronounce words, but Axel it's overdubbed Rose. with a fake voice. Awful. I saw the child. one where he's on stage and he sounds terrible. But I don't know if that's original audio. I'm going to play some for you. You hear that? Yeah. That's pretty yeah, bad, Brody. What happened to him? Was it all those years? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's enough. <laughs> Are you you're looking for more footage? Yeah, it's a lot of news stories on yeah, no, it because the BBC for what, the for the quality of the sound. What I just played was 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 perfect. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Anyway, Poor you Axel know, Rose. Uh, what, what's Welcome going to on? The with Jungle it? came out forty-five years ago. Forty-five. Yeah. That's a long thirty-five years ago. Nineteen eighty-seven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eighty-seven, thirty-five. So yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. So, so I mean, guess that's what happens to people's voices over time uh, when you abuse well, them. He's screaming, yeah, and screaming and, and singing and yelling and his whole drums. career is based on screaming. Yeah. But well, a lot of singers can't sing anymore. A lot of bands play their recorded instrument tracks and didn't play their instruments anymore. There was a video last week of Motley Crue where a guy came on stage and Nikki Six took his bass off and was going to hit the guy with it, but you could hear the bass kept playing. <gasps> you mean a lot of these artists are just going through the motions, playing the chords, yes. but they're not really playing. Right. Yes. They're not singing. The backing vocals are pumped in. Well, I've always accused of band uh, of songs, you know, vocalists for not singing sometimes. Yeah, but not pop, but, heavy, hard rock, heavy metal people pride themselves on singing. But when they get old, they can't sing. So they like they have like two girls on stage doing backing vocals. Yeah, no, I I get that, but I never would have thought in a million years that the instrumentation was fake, and they were. They were kind of lip syncing that, or you know, kind of like playing yeah, air guitar, guitar syncing. playing. Well, that's air yeah. guitar. Is this? We, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, that? yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, so some bands have been accused of not even playing their instruments anymore. I didn't realize drums, that. or that there were there's drums added to make it sound fuller. Look, you got bands that are seventy five years old. You know. So what am I paying you for? Imagine your father on stage playing drums or guitar <laughs> or whatever. But, so what am I paying for? You're paying for the crowd. Should I be? Uh, shouldn't I get a discount then? If they're only doing theory, a, a quarter of the work, yes. should I be paying a yes. quarter of the price in, of the yes. ticket? Well, the artists don't think there's a problem with that. When I see them interview, they all say you're, you're there for the show and entertainment. And what's the difference if it's you know uh, we're just giving a better show if we don't if we don't uh, add to our voices and instrumentation, it's gonna sound like shit, and and then people won't be happy. So people come and they're happy. I mean, ultimately, you have to know like. For instance, my friend Jeff went to see Phil Collins. Phil Collins is a legend. But the last time he toured, he couldn't walk. He sat in a chair with Genesis. Yeah. He sat there. And he sang as best as he could. But you went because it was like last time to see him. And, you know, Elton John, Elton John's been on a farewell tour for seven years. He played his last show a couple no, of nights no, no. ago. He but played his last Tour, tour show, yes, tour. He'll yes, probably he do some pop-up. Like Billy Joel yeah. show, does pop-ups. He'll do pop-ups, but he did his last tour show the other night. Yeah, but when I saw Elton John in 2019, four years ago, 
He was like, call it all up, yeah. Cry, baby. Sound the I don't, you know, there was no, um, he didn't enunciate. No. Okay. Well, but you go for the piano and the, and the costumes and the, the whole thing. You know the words. You don't need him to know the words. Right. And when they, that's a telltale sign right there. They can't hit those notes when they, oh, when, when they allow the crowd to sing and they point the microphone right. at the crowd. Yeah. Right. So here's a question. Speaking of singing, I saw this on Facebook and then I saw it again on Instagram. If someone had a gun, now I know what I said. I'll tell you my answer. If someone had a gun to your head and you had to sing one song perfectly from start to finish, or you'd be dead, huh. what song would it be? Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Right. I said, happy birthday. It didn't say how simple the song could be. Yeah. But let's say it, let's say it had to be a real song. I value song my life. Is, I know. But let's, what song would it be? So you're, the, you the, could, the, the question you're really asking is what song do you think you set, you, you, you sing really well? And, I mean, jump around. That you wouldn't mess up. Jump not up, not jump vocally. Up I mean, like, lyric-wise. Lyrically, oh, you wouldn't oh, mess lyrically. up. Lyrically. Right. Oh, yeah. Because even jump around, it's a rap song. And it's got some lines in there that I right. usually flub. Well, I would have to go with, a, it would have to be a Beastie Boys song. Maybe uh, something from Paul's Boutique, my favorite Beastie Boys album. You know? Okay. And I like mm-hmm. uh, the first song on that album. I know the words. No, I rock a house party at the drop of a hat. Yeah, I could beat a body down with aluminum bat. And some people, they be talking just to hear me rock the mic. They be staring at the radio, staying up all night. Like that? That's the Beastie Boys. Yeah, but you couldn't do the whole song. Oh, man. There's a lot of lines in it. Yeah, I guess I'd have to pick something like a ballad. Yeah, I thought, you know what I would I would pick? What? The song Tequila. <laughs> tequila. <laughs> that's it. Pick a real song? That's a cop out. No, that's a real song. Okay. A real song then? I, I'm picking Tequila. It's got one word. Tequila. What I pick Sandstorm by Derude. Yeah. <laughs> that's got no words. <laughs> right. No, I think it has to have words. So tequila is like it's the fewest words of any song because it's only got one. I mean, yeah. the songs with words, it's the fewest. Or is, tied for first. Yeah, it's got to be. There's got to be another one-word song out there that all they do is say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yep. So so you said you're a big fan of the Beastie Boys. Can we talk about your Mets experience? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Should we do that now well, or when we come back? I think when we come back, we'll talk about that because I have a bone to pick with you. And the, and I have and a the bone slices. To pick with you. And the slices, for that matter. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, 
And then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So a couple of weeks ago while we were on vacation, I had this opportunity to go to a Met game where before the game, they were going to be mocktailing, (laughs) like they were serving mocktails at a mocktail event. It was a almost like a... uh, Mocktail Gate, but it was inside of the uh, of a the Piazza Club, which is a beautiful space, and it was in conjunction with a company that says it's called Absence of Proof, where you don't have to have liquor in all your drinks. Yes, hit the jingle. Hit the jingle. What are you talking about? Hit the jingle. What? I went out to an event with a mocktail. Hit the hit the jingle. I don't have to hit no jingle on that. What are you talking about? Hit the jingle, you son of a bitch. What do you mean? That was a scary and appropriate product endorsement. Not cool. Okay, they were a sponsor. They're a sponsor. You got paid to go. Yeah. And you said, hey, Brody, would you like to go and hang out with my sponsored event? And then we'll hang out at the Met game. Yeah. And I said, well, do you want to drive? I'll come get you. But it was for a good cause. And the proceeds from the event were going toward a foundation called the Amazing Amazing Mets Foundation. Yes, it was all. So I said... Um, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you at your house and one of us will drive. We already had a parking space yeah. reserved. And then you were like, oh, I may want to go straight into the city and hang out with my friends. I don't know. It was to promote, so was like was, but to promote non-alcoholic drinking. You don't like alcohol. It's the perfect fit for you. You don't like yeah, liquor. Okay. You don't drink. I, hold on. I, I, I have occasional, uh, Kahlua and milk. Anyway, <laughs> I would have had to come to you. And then you were like, I want to take the train. I don't know how I want to get there. I'm going to go into the city. It was a whole lot of whatever. It couldn't just be, let's go in a car together and make it. So anyway, by the time you finally said, I'm going to go by car, I couldn't get to you and then to the game in time. There was traffic. It was too late. I couldn't go. So you went and talk about, um, well, I want to hear all the things you did because it's amazing. 
But when you got there, who put this woman next to you? How did this happen? Well, this woman. Well, okay. Basically, the ab- I'm not even going to say the name because you're going to make me play you the jingle again. Okay. Absence of proof. The mocktail company yeah. was promoting non-alcoholic drinking, and they mm-hmm. were selling a package to the Met game where you would, before the game, come and party mm-hmm. at this event. And basically, the ticket package will include food, drinks, fake mocktails, and tickets to the game. And right, like the next weekend. And proceeds for the whole weekend. And for yeah. the, the, the proceeds from the event go toward the Amazing Mets Foundation, which is basically a Mets okay. charity. Yeah. And yeah, so, so the, the woman, there was a woman so they there. they introduced you to a woman, the woman and yeah. you were talking to her. I was talking to her. Like, what hey, kind of things did you, the, what'd you say to her? They're like, hey, Scary, th- this is Alex, and she's the head of the foundation, the Amazing Mets Foundation. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, nice. great okay. to be here. So I'm like, I'm having a good time tonight. And we're just chatting, rapping, you know, talking about the Mets, having a now, casual- If I can interject here for a moment, yeah. if I can interject here for a moment, yeah. you're telling me this story. Now, as a Mets fan, I follow my team. And so, as a Mets fan, yeah. I follow them on social media. Okay. And as a Mets fan, I know who Alex is because I've seen her on Instagram and on television. I know who Alex is. In fact, her nickname is Tia Alex, meaning- Aunt Tia. Yeah. I mean, Aunt Alex. Yeah, Aunt right? Alex. So she's she's well known to Mets fans. So, But you don't know who she is. You're well, talking well, she, to her. I'm talking to her like a regular listener or like the owner of the foundation. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, and she's a huge fan of Elvis yeah, Duran, fa- of Elvis Duran yeah. Morning Show, of me, of you. Of, you know, I don't know if she knows yes, about you the- told me she asked about me. She I'm did ask about you. About she asked about the Brooklyn Boys podcast. No, actually, she did not ask about you, our podcast. But, so, oh, so, so we're sitting there, we're talking. You did ask a very important question. You said, so- what did you say? I, that? I said to- so. I said, "Oh, so you're with the foundation, and and what do you what do you do? What do you do for the Mets?" Right. And what was her answer? <laughs> her answer was very simple. She says, "I own them." <laughs> now that's not Scary a joke. Was talking to the owner. So the, so Steve Cohen is the owner of the Mets, and his wife is the owner of the Mets. They make it a point to point out the two of them own the Mets. They own the Mets. So you're talking to the to the owner the, of the, the team, the, one of the two owners of the team, yeah. right? Alex Cohen, and you don't know who she is. And you're like, oh, what do you do for the Mets? And then she points to your Mets shirt and she says, I own that. And she points to the stadium. <laughs> she points. I says, I own this. I own it all. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, big, very fun, big laughs, big laughs. That was not supposed yeah. to be. I watch the it. team. I watch the players. I watch the games. Right. I'm living the heartaches. I've turned them off, by the way. I can't watch them anymore. They, I, I'm actually they're not, not on tonight. Fan. It's a fake fan. 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 All star break. Listen, it's the all star break. I get it. My, the thing is, people can be fans of teams, but they don't need to know the owner's wife or the owner's husband. I know, but she has such a large social media presence. She does. She does. And, she's, and you should at least know, you knew her name was Alex, right? You were talking to her. her yeah, you were I didn't to put Alex. two and two together that I was talking to the <laughs> Alex because I didn't think that uh, that the Alex, owner of the Mets, would be talking to me so colloquial, colloquial, colloquially, you know what I'm saying? So like just matter, matter of fact. Yeah, right. I wouldn't expect so, that from her because she's the owner of the team and she's, you know, she's got, you know, big, you know, pants to fill, a big... You know, she's got a lot going on. She's I didn't think that she'd be there hanging out at the mocktail event. Talking like, so, to the common man. Talking to me. And and a fan well, anyway, of the show. So anyway, yeah, so it was gave great. You, she oh, yeah. she gave you an amazing tour of the stadium. And that's where you missed out. 
Yeah. Because you right. decided, and that, and oh, we got, I got traffic. I don't want to, I can't make it there in time. I said, bro, no, you I got said plenty. I couldn't make it to the pregame. I couldn't make it to your tour. You were like, oh my God, I, I'm eating. Oh, I'm, oh, I, I got to come here. It's an hour and a half. I can't just come there. So she said, come on, let's go on the field. And I'm like, huh? So we went down on the field. We went into the Mets dugout. I, I went to the helmet rack. Famous help, the, the famous picture, the video that you would see on TV. The the I, I took one of the batters, you know, one of the practice bats because I didn't want to, you know, spook out any of the players by touching theirs. But they all had numbers. No, don't do that. No, yeah. no, I'm not touching their bats. Although but, you must have touched Pete Alonso's bat because he hasn't had a hit in a while. <laughs> I did not touch any of their bats. Let's okay. make that clear for the record. It was okay. one of the the practice the warm up bats. Okay. And so the point fast is, forward. yeah, fast forward. I mean, and I'm sitting there and I'm and I'm dying because. I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm not there Brody. Now. Brody's not here. Brody needs to be here. I know. And so that that's where the slices come in. They're like, oh, so you didn't take Brody to this, huh? You couldn't. Yet yeah, no slices. You only know half the story. I tried. I begged and I pleaded for Brody, the number one Met fan, to he be did. there with me. He did. And what and, did Brody and say? He didn't uh, know that that was going to be the way it was. No. He just said it's going to be a fun time. Come. And I, and I wanted to. We, yeah. we just couldn't coordinate. He didn't tell me till three o'clock. It wasn't enough time for me to take care of the dogs and 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 leave the house. You know, no one was home. So unfortunately, so, Brody loses. Whatever. Brody, you yeah. lost. You however, lost out on that one. However, Scary said that that Tia Alex is a fan of us and me and and my and our and our phone tap. She was quoting phone taps. Yes, she was. She's a hardcore listener to the morning show. And she told you anytime you want to come to a game, bring Brody and you can sit in her box, correct? She did well. Yeah, she said, "Let's." Uh, she says, "Let's coordinate," and I'm inviting you. I'm inviting you up to my suite. Mm. So I sent her a direct message on Instagram. Yep, and I said, "I'm so sorry I missed out on the tour, and I'm sorry I wasn't there. I understand you. What you asked about me, I'm flattered. Uh, I would love to come anytime. You know, maybe next time. Thank you so much. But uh, please understand, I, I couldn't make it, and then I, you know, whatever." And she said, so "She wrote me back within 15 minutes." Oh, we missed you. You should have been there. She said, I'm going to put you in touch with my assistant. And anytime you want to come and sit in, in my box, we'll, ha- we'll, go, we'll go to a game. Uh, you know, we'll figure out your schedule when, when the Mets come home. And absolutely, you'll come out. So uh, we, have, we have a makeup date. Booyah. You we'll didn't tell me about date. that until just now. Were you waiting to tell me as a surprise? I was waiting to tell you. I haven't seen you. You've been on a plane and a pool yeah. and, a, and a party. Good. All right. So, so this will work out for you. Can, yeah. we, but can we do it? In a, in a better year. I mean, this is terrible. What's, what's oh, see, you're not a fan. They're collapsing. A fan goes all the time. All right, we'll go to Listen, a game. You have to go now so that when when they are better, we can we can get in. All right. Anyway, I love I love her and Steve. Also, from what I understand, is a, is a fan. Used to wait. Used to call up and try and get in on Jingle Ball tickets, like for Z100. I mean, it's. I mean, yeah, the, the family is uh, local and fun. And you know, her dad was there at the game. It was fun to see him. You know, oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I got introduced to him as well. So yeah, God bless them. God bless their family. Love this. So God bless uh, the Mets. God bless the Mets. Hey, now can we get some hits and runs, please? Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so so that's that. Uh, what else? I did. Yeah. So I went to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to bore you all with the details, but I did go to Costa Rica. Oh, um, well, I, I, have, tasted I have something to a buddy talk of, about Costa Rica. Okay, perfect. A, chance. a buddy of mine came with me, and he's a big fisher fisherman. I mean, goes very, takes fishing very seriously. And I don't know if you know this, but Costa Rica is one of the fishing capitals of the world. In fact, they have huge worldwide fishing competitions right there in the area we were staying in. So mm-hmm. my buddy is like, 
It's been a lifelong dream. Always wanted to come to Costa Rica. Always wanted to go fishing. He went out on a boat and came back with 60 pounds of yellowfin tuna. I don't know if you're a fan, Brody, but have if it's life a fan changing. Of your I don't know him. It's a life. It's life changing to taste tuna, fresh caught tuna or any fish right off the boat. I mean, they literally were like they they gut it, they cleaned it, and then they were slicing it, and it's sushi grade. So I'm eating it like like over rice and soy sauce. I'm like, this is crazy. This is like what does sushi grade mean? Sushi grade speaks to. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on. I don't want to get this wrong. We may have to. Well, you you you, you uh, used it in a sentence. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, it's specific. Means sushi grade. According to this, is it uh to uh, ways of identifying fish that's deemed safe for raw consumption. Mm-hmm. Sushi grade indicates which of their supply is the freshest. Uh, yes, uh, high qu- highest quality and treated with extra care. Uh, so basically. When you eat the fresh fish, the fresher it is, the more sushi grade it is. So, for instance, sushi that's flown in from Japan is sushi grade and called that at a sushi restaurant because it's super fresh is the way I understand it. Okay. Did you eat? Did You didn't eat the fish raw, though. I did. Some of it. Okay. Because it's according to what I'm looking at, it says regular fish is not safe to be consumed raw due to the higher, higher likelihood of having parasites. But that's only... That is certain types of fish, from what I understand. Yeah, but but well, anyway, salmon, then they apparently. cooked it. Then they cooked it on the grill, and then there yep. was that. So so then there was like you know tuna that. So was you cooked. watch. So back to that. We had tuna you, like we eleven different ways ago. in 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 um in Costa Rica, but, and I had a but, chance to go on the fishing boat with them, and I decided we were talking not to. about seeing your food alive and then eating it. Yeah, and and we talked about how we I couldn't do it, so you yeah. did it. Well, I didn't see it alive. I didn't go on the fishing boat. No. Oh, so the fish were dead by the time they got to the dock. Well, yeah, they they literally put it on ice. They they and they cleaned it right on the boat. They did the whole thing right on the boat. Anyway, mm. so so shout out to my boy Bart, Bart, Bart? Re- real estate Bart. Thank you so much, Don't. real estate Don't. Bart. <laughs> yes, yeah, another Bart. another friend with another name, real oh, estate. So I want to talk about. Don't say anything. I want to play this clip of the of the uh, the hotel you stayed at. Hold on. Where are we, guys? I don't know if that's your question. We're, we're in some sort of fortress. Via Cayetas. Yeah, so Scary was at Via Cayetas. Well, that's where uh, we went for uh, a sunset. Uh, 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 uh. That's where yeah, we went for a sunset. Cayetes. I didn't stay there. That place is fancy. Right. They got weddings there. It's actually not, is it now? Yeah. So the place is spelled C A L E T A S. And let's see how this travel agent and everyone else says it. This is one of the traveling Dutch coming right at you from beautiful Costa in today's video, we're going to discuss my best hotel in Costa Rica, Via Caletas. That's right. Via Caletas. Okay. Because one L is not pronounced Cayetas. You know, I was a really, I was an honor Spanish student, and you're right. <laughs> my bad. I forgot the rules. Double L you is were pronounced. so hard. Yeah. Yep. Double L is pronounced Y, and then single L is L. Okay, great. Right. All right, you got so me. I just, there. Uh, no, no, I'm just saying it oh, was here funny comes the way you said Picky it. Here comes Nitpicky Brody. Brody's coming out. That's not nit. That's not nitpicky Brody. Can't wait for the that's, sound. That, no, that was it. Wow, you're a dick today. I am though. All right, all right, we got to. I thought break. that was funny. Yeah, it no. was funny because you were so proud of yourself. It was funny. But that woman says it's the best hotel in Costa Rica, so you must have stayed in a nice place. Well, no, we we went there for a little sunset cocktails, and 
man, they talk about like holding you up at gunpoint. <laughs> that is uh that place is really expensive. Like, oh, okay. I thought like you meant the, they literally held you up. No, no, no. Manhattan, Manhattan prices. Manhattan prices. All right, all right. That's what I got for you. All right. Uh, should we take a break or no? We should, but I'll, I'll, when you come, we come back, I'll tell you about my 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 vacation experience uh, yeah. serving jury duty. Ooh, okay. The Brooklyn Boys Podcast. We will be right back. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. So I got a postcard in the mail, I don't know, a couple of months ago that said, you got to call the night before and, uh, and set up a Zoom that the first day, this is in New Jersey. I'm not giving anything away that's, that's secret or private. 
The first day of jury duty is on a Zoom call. You don't have to go in. Used to be, you'd have to go in and sit in a room with 150, 200 people and sweat your balls off. And they would call 20 people at a time into another room, into a courtroom. They'd pick people. And if you weren't picked, you went home. You ever do that, Scary? Yes, except I got picked and I had to serve on a grand jury. And that was annoying because it was 12 or 18 Tuesdays in a row. And it, you, I remember that you, yeah, you was, were coming in with a suit every day and leaving in the middle of the show. It was terrible. Yeah. But that's that's grand jury. You were talking about pettit jury, which is where you go. Yeah, re- you right. go regular, on a, regular on a every case. Day. Right. So this was criminal. So. They, 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 so we're all in a Zoom room. There's like 250 of us in the Zoom room and your cameras are on and they say you have to leave your camera on the whole time. They need to be able to see you. You know, it's like you can put the Zoom on and then, then go away. So she says, look, this is an inconvenience to everybody. I understand that. But when sometimes you have an inconvenience, you go with the flow. You make the best of it. And then she said, what other things can we do? When something inconvenient happens in our life and all of a sudden all the microphones start opening up and people are throwing in cliches, you know, like you take the good with the bad, you know, and the, right. So then I, so I put my, I said, I moved to Canada. She didn't find that very funny. So anyway, so, um, <laughs> it's, at least it's better than, uh, you take the good with the bad. Like you're singing the facts of life jingle. Right, right. That, right. You take Everyone the good, you the take the bad, you take quotes. them both. And there you had the facts of life. Hey, right. And you would think, Scary, with a 250 people in the room, after three people give examples, not everyone needs to say the same thing, right? Wrong. Everybody wants to have their name heard, their voice heard. So you have to sit there while I would say 40 people, uh, you know, oh, uh, you know, I, I do this and I do that. And I, you know, I whistle and whatever. So everyone had to give their, their what they do when something happens they don't like. So, okay, fine. Then the woman says, okay. Uh, everyone mute your mute yourselves. And of course, you know, there's 30 people that don't know how to mute themselves. So they're still talking. She says, I'm making a PSA announcement. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a uh, that's like an ATM machine and VIN yep, number. Exactly. It's a public right. service announcement. 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 Yeah. Right. So she says, I'm going to do a name roll call. She said, now, look, some of you have diff- difficult names to pronounce. But if I come close and you're pretty sure it's you just say here. Okay. Well, I'm not going to be exact. I'm apologizing in advance. Yeah. So she's going to Mike Jones and Phil Goldstein and whatever. And she gets to this guy. Uh, his name is like <laughs> ugly. Yeah. Now, if your name is ugly, you're pretty sure it's you. You're close. Cause you, there's nobody. It's, it's pretty. I think pretty right. damn cut and clear that you're the only person with that uh, even right. close to that pronunciation right. in the room. Yes. So he hits his button. He goes, excuse me. She goes, yes. It's pronounced ugly. Dishwasher or something. And I'm like, really? Really? I didn't interrupt for that. Like you didn't know that was you. So then she goes some more names and she says, um, Aviva Lopez. Excuse me. And the woman says, yes, it's a vaya. The accents on the second syllable. Who gives a fuck? The woman says, you're taking so roll call. Says, you're taking attendance. Right. The woman says, I don't care. Is it you? She goes, yes. She goes, good. Turn your mic off. <laughs> good. 
That must then happen to her says, like every 12 seconds. Yeah. So then one guy says, excuse me. She goes, oh, yes. Um, I dropped my wallet on the floor. Is it okay if I pick it up? So she, she pauses. She goes, yeah, why not? Well, you said we had to be on camera. And if I bend down to pick my wallet up, I'll be off camera. Oh, my Scary, God. These are the people. These are the people deciding yeah. who is guilty and who is not guilty. Okay. So she says, I'm going to open the floor up for 10 minutes for questions and just questions, but nothing to do with getting out of jury duty that will all be explained by the judge when the judge comes on. Okay. So don't ask me any questions <laughs> about getting out of jury duty. But if you have any questions about how it's going to run or anything like that, I can answer those questions. Jesus. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Um, my son has uh, problems with his bowels right now, <laughs> and um, he needs me. He has some growths on his colon. Uh, and she goes, okay, again, I don't really want to know why you can't serve jury duty. I'm just telling you if you have any questions about jury duty, but as far as getting out of jury duty, the judge will talk about all of that. We'll um, get to that later. Right. My mother needs, um, uh, I'm her, uh, please. Please, no more questions about getting out of jury duty. This went on for, for five minutes, okay? Then she says, I sent you all a questionnaire. It's an email questionnaire. You can print it. You can read it. Whatever you want to do, I sent you guys a questionnaire that in about 45 minutes, when the judge comes on, he will go over it. If you have any questions about the questionnaire, save it wait. for the judge. Save it for the judge, okay? All of a sudden, all the little hand lights go on. <sighs> yes? Um... I don't understand question two. Okay, again, please don't look at the questionnaire until the judge comes on. Please do not scary 25 people, right? Then, then the 26th person, person says to her, um, ma'am, I just want to say, it's obvious <laughs> that you have a very difficult job. And I know that people are asking questions and it's very frustrating. So I just want to say, you're doing a great job. That's nice, right? That was nice. That, that, that is nice of that person to say. Another microphone. Um, I'd like to second that. You are fantastic, and you're doing a great job. We're all very happy we have you. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Scary. 14 people oh. had to chime in and tell us she's great. And, and Why? Say the same thing. Because they all wanted to be part of it. Move they on. They all want to chime in. They Can't all want to be. Okay. What's wrong with the... Uh, this is... Uh, Oh, so I cannot says, stand the masses. I can't in situations like this. And the motor vehicle is the same way. Yeah. So then she <laughs> says, okay, I'm going to give everyone a 15 minute break. You can go to the bathroom or grab a snack. However, if you have any questions we haven't answered that fall into the realm of questions you can ask me, you can ask me during this 15 minutes. So I went and got food. People were asking questions. We all come back at the end of the 15 minutes. Guy, guy hits, flashes his hand. She says, yes, sir, can I help you? He said, yeah. Um, when are we, uh, now, now this guy was asking questions the whole time, okay? So the, the break is over, and he says, hey, she goes, all right, we're going to now move on to the next phase. And he says, oh, wait a minute. You promised us a 15-minute break. She says, yeah, you chose to ask questions. <laughs> well, I still want a break. She says, no, no, I said you could ask questions or take a break. <laughs> So he's like, well, well, that's not fair. She's like, so then people, one guy chimes in, he goes, one guy chimes in, he goes, hey man, shut up. 
<laughs> I was about to say, was there any profanity or fights breaking out? Of anything? Because at some point, but, someone loses their patience and starts going off on another potential right. juror, right? So the, so, so, the, so the one guy was like, hey, shut up, man. So <laughs> that guy that guy stopped asking questions, okay? So th- she says, all right, you can look at your email and um, the judge will be on in a minute, okay? So the judge comes on. The judge spoke about the case. It was a criminal case. I'm not going to give any details. I don't know any details. And he said, they say, fill out the questionnaire. Okay. After we fill out the questionnaire, a woman comes on and says, if you answered yes to any of the first 15 questions, stay in this chat room. If you answered no to all the questions, then you can log off and you'll get an email telling you what time to report in person tomorrow. You follow? If you answered yes, yes to even one question, stay here, don't do anything. But if you answered no to all of the questions, sign off now and you'll get an email telling you when to come in tomorrow. So, okay. Okay. So was this, is this where the plot twist happens? Nope. So this is when people start going, well, I only answered yes to four questions. Uh, what do I do? <laughs> I only answered yes to one question. What do I do? And the woman goes again, if you answered yes to any questions, any just, just one. Don't do anything. One or more. Don't. One or more. Do anything. Right. Stay here. Okay. Okay. What did you? So then, what was your answers? Did you do all no's? Was it yes? No, no. Yeses? I answered yes to a couple of questions because I honestly answered yes to a couple of questions. Right. Okay. All right. So uh, everybody's gone, and they they were in this room, and the woman come, comes on and says, "Okay, all I need you to do is tell me." What number question you said yes to? If it's more than one question, that's fine. But just tell me any one question you said yes to. Yep. <laughs> so they start calling names. And the first guy says, uh, yeah, I don't trust the cops. Seven. Or whatever it was. <laughs> she goes, all right, you're dismissed. Now, now some of them were like, like, you have a problem with people of, of of races. Like you have a, do you see race or whatever? And the guy's like, yep, <laughs> All right, you're well, out. That guy's out of jury duty done. <laughs> so, so, so people were now they don't, you don't say, but you didn't have to say anything. You just had to give a number number. So as, but only the first guy was like, yeah, I don't trust cops, but that was one of the questions. Like, yeah. would your opinion be swayed because this case involves police officers, but the, the people were answering the numbers. Scary, I can't tell you. I can't believe there's that many people in the jury in any in America yeah. that feel like some of those numbers. Well, then maybe some they were just numbers, trying to scary. outsmart the system and get out of jury duty because they heard from their friends and family that that's how you get out of jury duty is by okay. being biased. Because we've all heard no, no, that before. I, I get it. No, I get it. But you could have said like number two, right? Number two. I don't remember what number two was. I just remember number two was like, eh, not yeah. really into this, right? But like some of them were like hardcore offensive. Okay. And people were like choosing to say that. I think they believe they weren't like. Um, oh, you think they actually believed? 12? Well, no, no. I think they believe because they were like it, it okay. wasn't like they were going um twelve. Right. I guess. No, they were they, like twelve. Understood. Twelve. All right. Well, then, then once again, weed those people out anyway, don't you think? Yeah. So I, now, would, now I would. Like, I would. I mean, I think this is part of the system. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Part so of the process. Like eight people. There's eight people left in the room earlier in this whole process, like an hour earlier, the woman, the woman who was administrating this says, okay, these are the, you may want to get a pen out 
you'll get a follow-up email, but if you want to know now, this way you'll know if you have a conflict. These are the dates that this case is going to be held on. And it was like, I'm just going to make up names, numbers. July 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 8th, 9th, and 10th, uh, 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and August 1st, right? Yeah. Like a whole bunch of dates. Okay. So people were like asking the judge, like, oh, I have a surgery that day, whatever. Yeah. So an hour later, as there's only like six of us left and I'm waiting for my name to be called, the woman says, um, can I, excuse me a second. Now keep in mind, everyone in this room said yes. And since you said yes, you're going home, correct? Right? We've established that, Scary? Yeah. Everyone in this room is going home. Everyone. Yeah, just give you a number and you're out. And you don't have to come back for three years. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to say my number. And she says, I hate to interrupt, but could you go over the dates again of the trial? <laughs> and so I turned my mic on and I said, lady, you're getting out of jury duty. What do you need the dates for? <laughs> and so one other guy goes, yeah, what do you need the dates for? <laughs> She's like, oh, I want to know if I have to appear, what dates I have to come. I need to write them down. So then the woman who's running the thing says, ma'am, if you're in this room, you don't have to serve your duty. What number did you check yes to? And she says the numbers and she's like, go home. You're done. But you imagine you're asking the dates of the trial yeah. after you've basically been told you're going yeah, home. That's like, hey, we have no homework today. You're all dismissed. Oh, wait, but wait a second. We really should be concentrating yeah. on chapter six of this because we didn't do that. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Right. People that was are, everybody. They're that dumb. That was everybody. They're that all dumb. of them. Wow. They all wanted to be on the mic. Okay. They all wanted to hit that button. I'm going to hit this button right now because I can't take any more of this. Okay. Is this uh, the episode called Two Angry Men? <laughs> Isn't every episode <laughs> called that? Yeah. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, 
and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Man, uh, you got you got problems. You got problems. Right here in River City. <laughs> I, I have a problem. Well, this is more of a question I'm going to throw it out to you and the slices may, may jump down my neck or my throat okay. or whatever it is about. But I was one of the things I did on vacation was go to the Jersey Shore like I always do every year. And yep. I mean, let's face it. I had some decadent dinners and lunches, places, whatever. But on the way back on the last day, my girlfriend and I wanted something healthier. We're like, we just need to eat healthy. Let's Google something and we'll get it on the way drive back. From the Jersey Shore, sure, up north, and we we yep. stumble upon an organic place, a place that's like super organic, super healthy. It was like eight nine o'clock in the morning when we woke up, and we were on Google okay. Google ratings, and I'm like, mm, this place gets like four point five, four point six, and it's organic. And look at the menu; it looks amazing. It's in Red Bank. Let's stop there on the way home. Okay, great. So we were just getting psyched for like the. The, the organic avocado toast, whatever. You know, they had a lot of fun things, right? Whatever. That sounds perfect for me. It said breakfast is uh, served until 11 or, you, or can order breakfast until 11. Every, whatever it was, it was 11 o'clock cutoff. Okay. So I'm driving up the shore and now I'm starting to sweat. So I'm like, uh-oh. I'm like, there we hit traffic. We're not going to make it there for 11 o'clock. You just know what's going to happen. sweating from all the unhealthy food you've been eating? <laughs> Maybe that. I had the meat sweats. <laughs> that as well. <laughs> That's in addition to. And then we get there, pull up, 10.59, run out, go inside this takeout slash sit-down cafe type place. And already, I, I, I was like, hi. And they're like, can we help you? And like, yeah. I'm like, And they're like, the menu's right there. And I'm looking down, and it says lunch. And then all the lunch menus. I'm like, oh, um, where are the breakfast menus? And she goes, oh, yeah, we just put them away. She says, uh, we're doing lunch now. And I look at my phone. I'm like, huh, it's 11 o'clock on the dot. Uh, and then I look back up at her. And then she goes, yeah, she says, uh, we're doing lunch. I said, yeah, well, listen, um, we came for breakfast. It took a while for us to get here. I'm in the middle of deep into a neighborhood in Red Bank. Not even like on a main street. I'm, I'm at a place that could obviously use the business. There were some people in there eating. There was no line. And 11 o'clock, let's face it, is an in-between hour. So when you want to cut off breakfast at 11, I understand you want to switch things over. 
Sure. McDonald's did that forever. Right. Well, don't you think she could have extended the courtesy that I walked in at 11 o'clock, 11 zero zero and, 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 uh, and allowed me to order my breakfast. What would have, what changed in the 60 seconds prior to me walking in, in the back? Okay. We're, we're going to play a game. You're going to ask me that question. And you get to decide if you want me to answer as Brooklyn boy Brody, <laughs> okay, guy who goes to restaurants. I'll do that, right? Or if you want me to answer as former guy who used to work in a re- managed restaurants, I'll give you both. Let's do both. Well, before, okay, like well, first? hold on. Before I even ask that question, let's let's make it clear to the slices. Both of us have been mm-hmm. in this situation where we worked we worked counters, deli counters, and grills mm-hmm. and things. Work and and we've done breakfast turning over into lunch. We've worked lunch to dinner and we've worked dinner to closing. We've worked closing. Yeah, closing I overnight okay. shifts. Yep. Okay. Before I go any further, I'll say this: going in and ordering the breakfast at the at, at, right at the last second is not the same of walking in at eight o'clock for we close at eight o'clock because we we've talked about it on this podcast in a previous episode how. They start at 745, 730. You're starting to close things down. You're starting to wipe down machines, put things away, wrap things up. We get that, I guess. Although you might have had a gripe when you walked in at 745 and you couldn't be served your food for an nope, 8 o'clock closing. No, nope, nope. nope. wouldn't okay. do that. Well, nope. we've, but we've, and I, and I, we recognize that. However, when you're turning breakfast over to lunch, all you're really doing is maybe moving the bacon aside, taking the grease off the grill, changing a grill over because you have to get getting the eggs out of there and putting over and turning it over, flipping for lunch, maybe turning on the, the, the charcoal grill for like to grill burgers, whatever it is, the, the flip over from breakfast to lunch is, and by the way, you're at a lull. It's not like they've, they're serving a line of people, constant line coming in. There was no one in front of us and there was no one in back of us and everyone sitting down had breakfast in front of them. So they were just at this sitting there at this lull. And here I come at okay. 11 o'clock sharp. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Go ahead, Brody. What right. would you do? So I'm you respond. don't think that they're being dicks first. for not giving me? Because it's not like I walked in at a quarter after yeah, 11. Yeah. It was 11 All right. o'clock. All right. So let me answer as former restaurant manager. So... I'm speaking for all of you who've worked in restaurants who are listening, who want to who want to break your phone right now. Because you're like, it's more than that. So when you have a, a, a breakfast service, you might have a steam table, which is a table filled with hot water. That it's like a it's got a heating element in it. And you put metal pans in it with sauces and gravies and things. You may have all of your hot stuff in there for breakfast. Your hot syrups, your your egg, your your pre uh, scrambled egg uh, fluid ready to go. Like <laughs> you would scoop for, for don't make it no, sound like, so you know, appetizing. You don't crack eggs. A lot of places don't crack eggs like per know. order. They have they it crack a hundred eggs and they beat them up in a blender. And this way they can just ladle the eggs onto the grill. You've now scraped all the bacon off the grill. You've now taken your refrigeratable toppings, maybe your your strawberries and berries that are in the cold section of your counters uh, for your service. Uh, probably at a quarter to 11, you took them out. You started wrapping them in saran wrap because you knew you didn't need them. You've already put your stuff in for lunch. Now you got your burgers and your American cheese uh. and all your buns are out and they've redone the whole thing. And so there's a lot to it. So I would imagine to go back into the walk-in refrigerator and, and try to get you the eggs and, and maybe you want something that has like six ingredients. It's very difficult. And I totally understand what they're saying. Now, would you like to ask me again as Brody from the podcast? 
Uh, yeah, the Brooklyn boy Brody from the podcast, the Brody that I know and love. Yeah. What? What? They were being assholes, right? They could have. They could have. Because honestly, before you answer, let me say I think. And again, this is not a sense of entitlement. This isn't me being bougie scary. I yeah. personally feel yeah. that you could have made it happen if you any anything so you, you ask your point. Anything you ask yeah. can happen. Can be made. You can make it happen if you really wanted to. They didn't want to. They were being douches. Mm. Okay. Now, do you want me to respond to yeah. Brooklyn Boy Brody? Fuck those people. Yes. <laughs> they you. could have beaten a couple more eggs. They could have gone in the walk-in. They could have, uh, you know, gotten you the sauce. They could have said, you know what? Here are the five things that we could still make. Would you like one of these five things? Would you like an omelet? We have the ingredients for the omelets. We just right. can't do, we can't do a, on the grill. We can't do a whatever. We can't do a patty melt with eggs in it, whatever. They could have limited you and said, these three things we can serve all day. Right. And these things, these things we can't. They, we can't do a Belgian waffle because the waffle maker is clean. But if you would like, uh, you know, this and some toast, we can do that on a muffin. They could have been a little flexible. My guess, God damn it. Yeah, my guess, the owners of the business weren't even even present and it was just a bunch of people working and 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 that's terrible because once again it's bad customer service i've come from i'm a new customer and i've come from the jersey shore and you clearly see me passing through and i'm i'm new here i'm not a regular well all the more reason you're not a regular which means you're not going to come back either way well i may that's the thing you may have found a new fan in me now I'll fucking never go back there so we look back at her we look back at the menu we looked looked at each other me and robin and we're like who are Robin and I, and we're like, yep. like, all right, you know what? And we sat there and we looked at the lunch menu to try and get on board. But it's 11 o'clock. It's not 12 or 1. And we were mm-hmm. craving breakfast. It was 11 o'clock on a holiday weekday, pretty much. It was the day, it was July 5th. And I'm like, just don't want, I don't want lunch right now. Fuck it. And I looked at her and I said, nah, we're, we're, we're good. And then we just, and at that point, then don't you do something to reel the customer back in? You really want to lose business over this? Again, you're at a lull. There's no one in mm-hmm. front of you, no one mm-hmm. behind you. There's no activity. There's just the people sitting down already eating with their breakfast. And you don't want to make a simple accommodation for maybe one or two of the menu or, or make a compromise? You said this was a healthy place? Fuck you. Yes. So they probably looked at you when he's not coming back. And I'm not. Kitsch Organics. <laughs> you did not look old. In Red Bank? Oh, oh, yes. Oh. Yes. You know, because Red Bank, the home of Telercio's, the, the deli that I that I went to, that I told you they do fantastic TikTok videos. It's like you're a neighborhood place in the middle of nowhere. Not you're not even on Front Street. You're not even on the main. You know, you know, people will find you the order. Yeah, I get it. You know, some people may, may you know, you have a cult following. But, but really, you're being so nitpicky. It was. It wasn't. Right. It wasn't eleven thirty. It wasn't even ten after. It was eleven o'clock on the dot. Nothing changed. And All right. If I would have came in at ten fifty-seven, you would have offered me breakfast. It was. But but you know what? It's the principle behind it because people are robots and they can't think out of the box. Yeah, and, and they the don't. Head. They don't want to do a damn thing to 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 make any kind of you know accommodation. To the customer. Okay. And, you know, you're remember, running a business. Remember a few know. episodes ago I, when a hundred people. Left voicemails, talkbacks that I didn't hear the S in that commercial. Yeah. All right. I would like slices. I'd like you to go on the iHeartRadio app, hit the little talkback feature, and leave Skiri a message. Was he right? Was he wrong with this restaurant? And and, and please, if you do work in a restaurant, please make that part yeah. of your response. I work at a restaurant. Yeah. I would have served Skiri. I work in a restaurant. Yeah. Fuck him. He's not getting. And breakfast. by the way, and, 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 
whether it be me or anybody. It doesn't have to be Scary Jones. It could be, would you serve Scary? It could be just any Joe Schmo. Yeah, I didn't, but in this right in this situation, you don't have to work in a restaurant. If you don't work in a restaurant, that's fine. But if you do point it out. But if you don't work in a restaurant, you can still say, as a customer, you would have wanted yeah. the food, or as a customer, you would have understood. And I did not throw my name around, and I didn't, and I was just, I was going in as undercover no, you're shopper. throwing their name around. You know, I was undercover shopper, and I w- I didn't right, ex- yeah. I wouldn't I was not expecting I was not expecting any VIP treatment. Uh, but so you I, didn't say anything like you know. No, no. we normally eat breakfast on the morning show <laughs> at seven a.m. No, no, we eat lunch just, at seven a.m. It was it was no, very okay. quick. It was I was in, I was out. But but nobody should be treated that way. Everybody should be, you know, you, you know, you want you're running a business and you want to make a profit. I, this is you're turning away money. How do you do mm-hmm. that? All right. I've said what I, I, I said. A quick, I have a very quick restaurant story. I want to know your opinion. Yes, okay? sir. I went for dinner last night, and, and I'm not going to out them as a bad thing because it was, it was a good, we had a good time. Went to a restaurant. It's spelled Alice, A-L-I-C-E, but it's pronounced Aliche. It's all over TikTok. Anyway, they, we, they, we went for, um, there was a lobster dinner last night, right? It was a special price-fixed meal, and we went. It was very nice. But I, I looked at the menu and I looked at the TikTok videos and I saw on the menu, you know, on the TikTok videos that the um, the lobster roll, which is the second course, comes with pickles on the side. So, you know me, uh, I'm, not, I'm not getting pickles on my plate. And so my wife is looking, she doesn't, she's like, I didn't know there was pickles on there. I'm like, oh yeah, look, I screenshotted it from TikTok. And she says, oh, look. There's dill on top of your uh, on top of the um, lobster roll. I said, "Oh, mm, good catch." My wife knows I don't like dill. She may have heard the podcast. So, uh, by the way, shout out to all the people that sent me dill dill dough jokes this week about the people making dough with dill in it and called it dildo. Dildo, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so the waiter comes over and he comes to take our order, and I said, "I would like the lobster bisque, and I would like the um, lobster roll, no pickles on the side, and if you don't mind." Can I have it without dill? He says, I'll ask the chef. I'll be right back. He comes back. He says, I'm sorry. So the dill is already in the lobster oh. roll and can't take the dill out. I said, all right, you know what? I love lobster roll. I'll make it work. No problem. Out for a nice dinner with my wife. Wow. No problem. You, you allowed the dill? Hold on. Oh. So oh, okay. I said to my wife, I go, you know what? They probably made a whole batch of lobster roll with mayonnaise and whatever else they put in it. It's probably like a big thing. And there's, you know, the dill's already in there. What are you going to do? Um, so I said, I'll pick the dill out. And she said, look, cause my wife ordered a different, um, second course. She said, look, if it, t- if it's too dilly, we can switch appetizers. <laughs> what is the dilly? Said, What's fair. the dilly? What's the dilly? So look, my, my wife's the best. That's why she's my wife. So she said, I will switch with you. If it's too dilly for you, I will eat it. And you can have the, 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 the burrata and whatever she ordered that lobster in it also. I said, that's fair. Okay. So the lobster roll comes to the plate. No pickles. Very good. The lobster roll has two sprigs of dill on top, like little bushes. So I take them off and I'm looking at the rest of the lobster roll for dill. There's no dill. Oh, there's no dill. Scary. (laughs) The dill was on top. So So explain to me why they weren't able to not put the dill on top. I'll tell you why they brought it out because they're robots. Once again, no. They're fo- or or they don't know what dill is, so they just know that it's part of the dish. They they couldn't okay. identify that that was dill. Here's here are, here are the options that I came up with. Number one, the waiter never asked the chef. 
and he knows there's no substitution, so he didn't bother even asking. Probably. Number two, the chef said, my creation needs green, and it must have dill on top. And he was offended by not throwing the two sprigs of dill on top. What other explanation could it be? You could have easily served it. It wasn't like, okay, it wasn't like they pre-made lobster rolls a hundred at a time. Even if they right. did, you I could was, easily just... Yeah. Pick the dill off. The I was top. picturing. I was picturing the dill mixed in the mayo inside. That's what I thought. That's what my wife thought when she said, "I'll eat it if it's if it's mixed in." It was two sprigs on top of this, <laughs> foot, you know, the six inch lobster roll. But the sh- we couldn't do that. It's already pre. You know, it's already we can't do it. We can't serve it without dill. Uh, or the waiter didn't know what dill was. He then you ask the chef. You say, "Hey, hey, kitchen staff." Can I have it without dill? I don't know. And they would have been like, yeah, dude, we just throw it on top. Of course. If it was, and this was at a fancy place. Oh, Alice is a beautiful restaurant. Then maybe it was. They consider themselves uh, uh, the best cacio pepe ravioli in the city, they say. So the the chef was probably, it was probably that. The chef being all chefy. Sacre bleu. Yeah, this is my. Actually, it's an Italian place. Nobody fucks with my creations. Yes. This is my. And it's not, now he's French. He puts it Delon, and if he does not like the deal, he's to go, go so eat somewhere else. Right. Yeah. I'm picturing that. Yeah. Okay. I, I pictured dill in my, but it was no, it was on top. I've never had that. We can't, can't serve it without dill. All right. You imagine? That's like, I'm sorry. We can't serve Diet Coke with no ice. The ice must be in there. The <laughs> chef says it must have ice. It must have ice. That's how I felt. Yeah. So, but I would recommend the restaurant. All right. Really nice place. West 13th Street between 6th and 7th. Not Avenue. a sponsor. Not a sponsor. We had a great meal. We have some sound coming up and a few talkbacks from the holiday. Okay. Nice. It's the Brooklyn Boys Podcast. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. 
If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Man, you've been uh, hard at work, Brody nitpicking things on sound i have seen five pieces of sound how many are nitpicky brody things okay can i tell you something when you do a morning show does the dj say here's a song that sucks (laughs) no (laughs) they go on the air and they say oh my god here's the new one from whoever and they don't like it right they don't like it any radio show any radio dj he doesn't like all the songs he or she there's some they don't like, but they sell it because that's their job. You're my buddy. I am your buddy, but then shut up and play them. But I will say Listen, this: I'll say this. I find you. You I find know it, there. You yep. know there are times. You know there are times. Yes. Where you mm-hmm. pull sound, and then we mm-hmm. listen to it, and we're like, "You're right. What? What you're was right. that? Like you really? Can, we, you, if you want, that edit really it out. ruined your day. I don't want to edit it out. We do what we do here. So, so I know like, that's what I'm saying. So we I'm don't saying edit it. all so, five of these. There's, I, I there's not one of these run. where uh, where the the word was pronounced possessive. No, and not. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There was a guy during the um, the submarine gate thing, right when they yep. couldn't find the the submarine. Yeah, where he said the depths they go to are out of this world. I did, I could have played that sound because the bottom of the ocean is still part of this world, but I didn't play that sound. I only played these five. Okay. So let's play them, okay, let's and, and we'll see if they're fit. I know, they're you know I'm just fucking with you. You know that. You know. I know. All right, here we go. All right. You should hear what I didn't send you. All right. All right. So this is... Uh, uh, pass, Tell me the name of the clip I'll send Yeah, it. Pass Mustard. Oh, okay. So this guy, listen to what he says. He's talking about something, whether or not it's going to work or not. Okay. So any idea that he's got some defense that this was all bluff just is not going to pass mustard here. <laughs> it's not now, gonna, as you know it's especially if you're in the military it's muster pass, not gonna mu- pass, pass muster. muster or it's not going to cut the mustard right so it's muster either yeah is military inspection so the phrase was you're not going to pass muster meaning your clothes aren't they're wrinkled they're not going to pass muster he said muster he conflated two di- yeah he, yeah because That's the correct. other thing is is cut the mustard that's right. mustard this, but he's like, this isn't going to pass the mustard that's right, funny. That's hysterical. Thank you. Oh. All right. This is uh, the Sonic Mutz Sticks one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, listen to the way they pronounce the, the special at Sonic. Would you eat there? Scary Jones? 
Sonic 2 for 7 deal, you get to choose from a Sonic cheeseburger, chicken sandwich, and six-piece mod sticks. If that doesn't sound appealing, oh. you might... Wow. Oh, can you make that louder or no? It was very low. With the Sonic 2 for 7 deal, you get to choose from a Sonic cheeseburger, chicken sandwich, and six-piece mod sticks. Oh, go away. And then he goes, if this doesn't Mots. sound appealing to you... No, it doesn't. Yeah, mod sticks. You want to hear that again? Yeah. Up close? Up close? Mozzie sticks. Six piece mozzie sticks. Six piece mozzie sticks. Six piece sticks. No thanks. It's mozzie sticks. Mozzie sticks. Mozzarella. Mozzarella sticks. I'll even okay. I'll even go with the Americanized national mozzarella, or but they're not mozzie sticks. They're not mozzarella. Mozzarella. It's hard to do it because I can't take I can't take the Brooklyn Italian accent out of it. So yep. all right, it's okay. This is the uh, which one is this? This is uh, Ron Rondon. I can't oh, so there's a pitcher on the Mets on the Yankees rather. Oh, Rondo. his name is Ro- Rodon. Rodon, right? Some people pronounce it. Uh, Ro- Ro- there's different ways to pronounce it. R O D O N. Okay, listen to the announcer the way he pronounces it twice. And then goes to commercial and how he pronounces it when he comes back. Heading to the Rodon. Carlos Rondon made his long-anticipated Yankee debut. We'll show you how Rondon did and if he was worth the wait. Okay, that's how he did it before yeah, the commercial. We're going to see how Rondon did. Well, so someone, after commercial, someone clearly corrected him during the break and got in his yeah. ear and said, oh, it's not Rondon. And this is what he said on the way back. Taking his spot, Carlos Rodon. There you go. So he made. They fixed it. They fixed it. Okay. Now, you, we were talking about accents, and you talked about the you know mot sticks. Have you seen this? I sent it to you. The girl saying bagel, who's clearly from the Philadelphia area. Oh yeah, I said that. The I guy making fun of it. I watched the video. Bagel or bagel. Yeah, bagel. here we go. She's talking about bagel thin. It's ten times better. The reason why bagel thins. Here we go. Hold on. Ten times better. Hold on. Hold on. Now, the reason a bagel thin is 10 times bagel. better than a regular bagel. You know, when I'm eating a bagel, I like to put crunches on my bagel. Sometimes, I like to put bacon on my bagel. I chase it down with some ketchup on my bagel. So that's crunches, bacon, and some bagel. But that sounds like a yeah. South Park uh, skit. Um, yeah, so that was a guy making fun of the know, way she said I, bagel. I often suspect that people mispronounce things on purpose just to go viral, like she did. I guarantee no. there's no way she doesn't People know say it's bagel big. in the, in the outskirts of Philly and, and Delaware or bagel. I'm telling you, I, I know people who say bagel really. And they say Eagles instead of Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles. Yes. The Philadelphia accent is right. certain. Yeah. But bagels. All right. Well, we're going to play some talkbacks on the way out of here. Uh, right. they, I gotta be honest, Brody, not a lot of activity. Not a lot. Well, we were on vacation. Yeah. And by the way, I'd like to apologize. We did not do a good job of telling you that we were going on a two-week vacation. This is the same two weeks that the, the morning show takes off every year. In fact, I, I made a joke, since I'm not on the morning show, that even though I'm home all the time now, I pretended for two weeks I was on vacation. Exactly. So I kept so. thinking about how many days I'd left to vacation. I'm still on vacation. But yes, we're back. We're sorry for, the, for, the, for leaving and not being... Uh, blatant about being on. We should yeah. We forgot. People know we take Sorry these two that. weeks every year at this time. But okay, we shouldn't assume that. And yeah. here's a talk back from uh, episode 261. I don't know what this is, but let's play it. Fun. 
Hey, it's Lauren from Orlando, Florida. I just wanted to talk a little bit about the being at fault and being in control of your car at all times. When I was in New Jersey still, I was at a stoplight and it was snowing and the light turned green and then my car hydroplaned going about five miles per hour making that turn and my insurance fucked me because they said that I needed to maintain control of the car. So, fuck right. you insurance. Fuck you insurance. And, and this goes to the, this points to the fact that I, I was saying and I'll always say that if you're in a motor vehicle, Nine ninety nine percent of the time, if you're at fault, just saying, it sucks. But it's true. You have to be in control of your car. So, you know. All right. Here's another one. Hey guys, this is Rashawn Williams, and I just want to say everything you guys do is great. I'm the biggest fan of the whole pride thing, but I think you guys are great. You make me laugh every time I listen to you. And I love the fact that you do what you do. God bless you all. And scary. Keep pimping, bruh. Keep pimping. <laughs> P-I-M-P. I don't know what you heard about me, but I'm a motherfucking P-I-M-P. Hey, did you see McDonald's? McDonald's like totally copped out on pride. They just decided to celebrate Grimace's birthday for the entire month of June. Is that because he's purple? And they're just trying to say, no, I, they're trying to I, show, I don't, hey, let's celebrate. It's Grimace's birthday month at McDonald's. And everything was like Grimace branded. Well, I like the purple shakes and all the videos people are doing with the purple shakes. The purple shakes? I got that once. I got the purple shakes. <laughs> Probably when you weren't eating healthy on the Jersey Shore. Hey, Brody, it's Gary Menachem here, also, or Manny. Um, originally from Brooklyn, hashtag tribe, hashtag flies for life. Um, regarding to the conversation about the pedestrian that jumps in front of a car, they would only win in a court of law if there's no, if there's zero footage or zero, if there's no surveillance footage. But if there is footage, they would probably never win in a court of law if they jump in front of the car. Well, that's called insurance fraud. Insurance fraud. Yeah. Told you. Well, yeah. But once again, it's, if there was no video on that, you know, they might they may have won it. I'm just it, it, he's trying to take both sides of that argument. You okay there, Brody? What's the matter? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, no, not. I'm good. I'm, I'm waiting for the next one. Okay, here comes the next one. Hi, it's Menachem again. Oh, I'll be your back. Also, I forgot to say, Brody is right. Uh, okay, because shut up, Dick. the one time that Brody was wrong, <laughs> we got like 500 uh, talkbacks. Yes, you did. And now that Brody is right, where are all the Brody fans? Why aren't all the Thank Brody you. fans coming in every week? Um, except if Scary hides them. No, I don't. Um, to say that Brody is right. <laughs> like, or that like Scary is wrong. I play everything. We, we play Thank you, Thank Enjoy. All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. There you go. I like that man. I do, too. He's a good man. Uh, hi. So I'm at a bar, and I'm trying to figure out this song. And then it, I think it's, I like to kick it. And then it goes into like a Mexican kind of thing. Somebody help me out. It's very loud, so I couldn't shazam it. Anyway, hoping everybody's well. My name is Ada, and I live in Queens. And a hair salon, Amalia's hair salon, by the way. Shout out to Amalia's hair salon in Queens. <laughs> Hold on, we got it. We may have to go back. <laughs> Can I play that one again? 
So she's uh, expecting what? us to come to the rescue uh, on a song. Well, do you think she? Did you think she was talking to the Brooklyn Boys? Or did she think she was yeah. talking to Z100? She's talking to me, us, uh, you, uh, me. Us? We're music okay, mavens. Right. It's the okay. So let's. Maybe, well, unless she was she was drunk and she hit the wrong button. Kick it. I mean, da, 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 da. Boys? she was at, da, 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 da. kick it. She's at the. Uh, I love how she's at a bar. It's loud, and this is the time that she decides to uh, to uh, talk back. Talk us back. Hi, I'm at a party? bar, and I'm trying to figure out this song. And then it, I think it's I like to kick it, and then it goes into like a Mexican kind of thing. Somebody help me out. It's very loud, so I couldn't shazam it. Anyway, hoping everybody's well. My name is Ada, and I live in Queens. And a hair salon, Amalia's hair salon, by the way. I like to kick it lyric. <laughs> I like to kick it. Uh, there's Can I Kick It? Tribe Called Quest. There's a little Nas X song. Can I Kick It? I know that. Or, oh, maybe it's... uh. You gotta lick it before we kick it. No, that's an old song no. from the '90s. She says it goes into a Mexican thing. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever be able to help you, but uh, it was worth a if shot. If anyone recognizes that song, please leave us a talk back. Yeah, preferably from a loud bar, and let us know what song that is. Yeah. All right, here's uh, another one. You with the names, Brody's totally being a bully. In my circle of friends, we do the same thing. Especially if there's more than one in the same name, but all of our friends have names, nicknames. For example, I'm Rockin' Steve. We have Joey that's the fine. Chin, because he has a big chin. That's fine. We have John Carpenter, because that's what he does. And this goes sure. on and on and on. It must be an Italian thing that Bodie has no reference for. for over there. <laughs> okay. I didn't hear Hold the first on one. I didn't hear the first one. I said. think after 262 episodes, you know that I know Italian culture, Brooklyn Italian culture. That, that have no reference. Yeah, I have bro, friends with nicknames. Yeah, Brody's an honorary, I was honorary scary grief. Yeah, yeah. I was. Thank. I'm an honorary Italian. I was yeah. given scary grief because he named one of his friends Indian Matt. Yeah. Not because he gave him a nickname. What do you call that one guy? He named him Indian Matt. Vinny the Chin. That Robert the Chin, whatever. That makes sense. He's got a big chin. I totally get that. But naming someone after their their country of of origin uh, seemed odd to if me. If I knew Indian I, Matt first. And then I met a, a white mat. Would Indian? Hold on. Hold Indian, on. You kicking it? What are you doing there? The first line of the song. We'll kick it tonight, man. I, cool. I like to kick it. That's, that's probably not it. Probably not. Nope, that's not it. As no. I was saying. Yeah. If I knew in, if I knew Indian mat first, and then I met a white mat. Indian, oh, Matt, Matt? Indian Matt would just be Matt, but what Matt would be right. white Matt because he's second. Well, why wouldn't he be? Why wouldn't he be American Matt or or Italian Matt? What's his background? American Matt? Could but, be where are his grandparents from? Great grandparents. Unless but, he's Native American Matt. No, you. It's sil- it's also from? syllable conservation. It's easier to say oh. white than American. White oh, Matt. So <laughs> two syllables. Syllable so what about conservation. Matt, Matt two. But my point is no. It's not based on the culture. It's based on the description. And Indian Matt happens to be the second Matt, so he gets the descriptor. I know, but, but he, you could have called him Architect Matt. He gets the or, adjective. Or, or, it's That's the rule. The second person no, no, of that gets the adjective. The, the nickname's not the problem. The choice of nickname was the problem. You called him Indian Matt. 
I don't see well, an issue. I, like, it's like Chinese Pete. You wouldn't okay. be like, oh, there's my friend Chinese Pete. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Next talk back. Brody and Scary, John out in Texas, listening back to all the episodes, starting at episode one, not zero, but y'all are doing what? your startup song. Startup, startup. Weedin' Boys. And it just sounded weird as the original. All I can think of is Brooklyn Boys. Oh, the, he so this talk back was on commenting specifically. He was listening to episode number one, Birth of the Brooklyn Boys. So oh. on that episode, I think we played We Dem Boys, mm-hmm. the original We Dem Boys, which is an actual song. Uh, and then it was weird for him to hear Startup Startup Brooklyn Boys because we then that's all we've played since then. Does that uh, make I sense? You. I guess it does. Yep. And that's all our talkbacks. All right. That's all I That's got for it? you, too. That's what we got. Wow. Yeah, it's been light. Only a few. Well, yeah. we're going to reinvigorate it. Here we are in the summer. Yes, we so. want to get the people at 11 o'clock lunch, people. We want your thoughts on whether or not uh, we should have, uh, Scary should have gotten his food, his breakfast food. I should have gotten my breakfast oh. food. Didn't get my breakfast food. Uh, but all no, right. That's well, okay. listen, I'm going to hold off time. for next week. Next episode, I'm going to tell you about how my insurance company bait and switched me. And I said, if you don't call me back by tomorrow, I'm switching insurance companies. And I, they didn't call me back. Uh, don't make promises so, you can't keep. That's correct. That's a song. <laughs> That's a Def Leppard. It is, isn't oh, it? Boys, yep. Uh, tired. Uh, Brooklyn! Brooklyn! The boys from Brooklyn! Brooklyn! The boys from Brooklyn! The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.